You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. Arthritis Australia has dived into the costs of arthritis to the economy, healthcare system and to individuals in their report Counting the Costs, the Current and Future Burden of Arthritis. I'm joined by Franca Marine, Policy and Government Relations Manager at Arthritis Australia, to discuss the report. Welcome, Franca. Thank you very much, Dallas. What are some of the key findings from the report that that you hope political parties take note of? Look, the key findings of the report are that arthritis is actually a very expensive system, both to individuals and to the health system and the economy. So um, arthritis costs the health system about $5.5 billion a year at the present, and we expect that within the next 15 years that will reach $7.6 billion. In addition to that, there's the cost of lost productivity. Arthritis is actually the second most common cause of early retirement due to ill health, and there's about 52,000 people of working age who are unable to work because of their arthritis. And the result of that is that there is a huge cost in terms of lost productivity, which is being estimated to be $7.2 billion a year, and there's also a huge impact on people's personal income and savings. So... Uh, at a national level, lost personal income due to early retirement because of arthritis has been put at about $1.8 billion a year. And then in terms of uh, government costs, there's also extra annual welfare payments, which have been put at $635 million a year, and lost taxation revenue of about half a million dollars a year as well. You said little priority is given to programs that can prevent or delay joint replacements. What is the current state of play and what should we be focusing on instead? Look, certainly from uh, anecdotal stories and evidence that we have available, the main approach to managing osteoarthritis, which is the leading reason for which people have joint replacements, is that there's an over-reliance on painkillers and surgery to manage the condition. And that's usually left until the condition becomes very painful and debilitating. But we know that if you intervene earlier and encourage people to lose weight and exercise and learn learn about their condition and how to manage it, that they actually cope better. And as a result of that, they can actually um, avoid or delay the need for a joint replacement. And anyway, in our report, we actually modelled, there was some modelling done of what would happen if you were able to roll a program of weight loss and um, exercise through to people with severe knee osteoarthritis and found that there would be a $170 million saving to the health system in reduced joint replacements alone. What have consumers told Arthritis Australia about non-surgical management options? Well, um, I think... One of the stories we do hear is that very few people actually are offered non-surgical management. So, for example, um, we know that in New South Wales, about two-thirds of the people that are on the waiting list for a joint replacement have never been uh, advised that they could lose weight and do specific arthritis-appropriate exercises to help them manage their condition. So they've been just, you know, do not pass go, go straight to surgery. And so we are conscious that for most people, they don't actually have that, get that advice and support that they need to help manage the condition on the way. Others who have actually um, been offered that have 
and, and obviously it's going to vary for different people, but there have been some fabulous success stories. For example, there's a lady called Anne Ashford who uh, is based in Sydney and she was due for a double joint, double knee replacement and um, she was a bit scared because it is a huge invasive um, procedure um, and very expensive and so she thought she'd try losing a bit of weight and exercising on the basis of some advice that she received and four years later she's actually says that she's feeling better than she has ever before. She was relying on a walking stick and she says she no longer needs her walking stick and she says that um, a joint replacement is not even on the horizon for her anymore. So, you know, there can be some really good results from those. It's not for everyone, but in a lot of cases it can be greatly beneficial. From now until the federal election, Arthritis Australia is running the Speak Up for Arthritis campaign to lobby federal parliamentarians for better programs to support people with arthritis. What does this campaign home in on? So the campaign is um, focusing on three main uh, issues. The first is getting better non-surgical management for people with osteoarthritis so that people when they, from diagnosis and as the osteoarthritis progresses, are actually encouraged to manage their condition actively. The second thing we are focusing on is for people with um, inflammatory arthritis, because arthritis is actually an umbrella term for over 100 different conditions that affect the joints. And some forms of arthritis, such as rheumatoid arthritis or juvenile arthritis, are actually autoimmune conditions and they can happen at any age. They require specialist care, but there's not enough specialists to go around and we want to see the nurse, the specialist nurse workforce built up to help people with those forms of arthritis learn to manage their condition and uh, you know to provide coordinated care for people with those conditions. So that's the second thing. And the third one is arthritis research. Um, even though arthritis is the most common, one of the most common and most costly and disabling conditions in Australia, it actually receives very little research funding relative to other conditions, other comparable conditions. And we feel that unless we actually invest in that research, we won't be able to find better ways to manage arthritis and we won't be able to find a cure for the many different forms of arthritis. And just as a, an example... Um, juvenile arthritis affects 6,000 children under the age of 16 and yet there has been no allocation of research funding from the government for that condition at all. Um, juvenile diabetes in comparison, which is a comparably, um, a comparably severe disease and you know affects the same number of children, but um, they're getting $7 million a year in research funding. So it's just... Um, raise, the need to raise awareness about um, these issues. So we are really encouraging people who have arthritis or know someone with arthritis to contact their local MP and we've set up a campaign webpage that makes it easy for them to do that and it's speakupforarthritis.org.au and uh, you know, we really appreciate it if you could just you know, go along to that page, tell your local MP what it's like to live with arthritis and um, ask them to commit to better programs of care because unless we start to speak up, arthritis will continue to be an overlooked chronic condition.